I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Up next, C.J. Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. It's time to be unafraid and unapologetic. It's time to be bold in our truth. It's time for us to actually learn how to pick up and fight. That is what the American people deserve. That is what we owe to ourselves. Hi guys, CJ Pearson here, and welcome to this episode of CJ Pearson Uncensored. Happy Thursday, or happy whatever day you're listening to this podcast on. I hope your week has been good. I hope you've had a lot of good things happen. But guys, isn't it a wild time like to be alive? Like it's honestly a little bit surreal. Like this election that we just recently had, it happened more than a week ago. Um, at this point, but still, everyone's still talking about it because it doesn't seem as if it will ever end. The reason being is that the Democrats tried so hard to steal this election and they thought we were just going to let it go. They thought we were just going to let them declare Joe Biden the president of the United States and we were just going to say, well, we gave it our best. We tried our hardest, but yet we failed. So Joe Biden can be president. It's whatever. Who cares? What they didn't expect is the fight that was going to happen right now. The legal battles, the protests, the stop the steal rallies and marches, they didn't expect that because they thought we were just a gaggle of cowards. They thought we were just going to let them bend us over, paddle us, and just take it. Just take it. But what they don't understand is that this isn't the party of Mitt Romney. This isn't the party of John McCain. This isn't the party of Susan Collins. This is the party of Donald Trump. We're not the party that wants to be liked by the left anymore. We're not the party that wants approval from the Democrats. We're not the party that is so desperate from for love and affection from the mainstream media. I don't care what those people think of me. I don't care what Hillary Clinton thinks of me, what Joe Biden thinks of me, what some random person who's always on CNN or MSNBC thinks of me. I don't care at all because what those people want in this country, I want nothing to do with in this country. I don't want to see people taxed into oblivion. I don't want to see post-birth abortions. I don't want to see open borders. I don't want to live in a country where we're apologizing for America being great. I don't want to live in that country, so why the hell would I want those people to like me? I don't need them to like me. They think that we are still the party that is shackled by this desperate thirst of approval from people that hate us. And maybe that was once true. Maybe that was once true in the days of Mitt Romney and the days of John McCain, but no longer are those days here. We are now a party of fighters, a party of renegades. And that was actually confirmed by this past election that people actually like a Republican party and a conservative movement that fights. Donald Trump received a record number of votes, the most votes that any incumbent president has ever received in the history of America. 
People are desperate. People are hungry for politicians that actually look at a problem and attack it aggressively and don't care what people have to say about it. They're desperate for people who speak their truth unequivocally and don't back down in the face of adversity or in the face of cancel culture. They're desperate for people who see an issue and call it like they see it. When we see illegals, we don't call them undocumented. We call them illegal immigrants because you don't call a drug dealer an undocumented pharmacist. Do you? Do you call the dope boy on the side of the street selling grams of weed an undocumented pharmacist? No, no one does that. We call them illegal immigrants. We also say that there are only two genders. Why? Because there are only two genders. We don't cave into this idea, this notion that, well, well, people really, their feelings say that there are 200 genders, so maybe we should believe there are 200. No, 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 no. Biology, biology says that there are not 200 genders. Biology says that there are two genders. So that is what we operate from. That is truth. And that's what we unequivocally say. That's what we unequivocally say because we are honest people. We don't care about these feelings. We care about facts. We care about truth. We care about logic. If it offends you, if the truth offends you, the problem isn't the truth. It's not the person saying the truth. It's not the person telling the truth. The problem is you. We need more truth in this country, not less, not less at all. And so that's why I've been a little concerned over the past few days and since the week of the election, because I've seen some people in our own ranks. I've seen some Republicans who I won't mention here. You know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're just going through a phase. Okay, there's more than enough time for them to correct themselves. But I've seen a little bit of cowardice from them. They're looking at what happened with the election. and They're saying that maybe this is a sign that we need to be more moderate. We need to be less honest. We need to be more politically correct. We need to be more PC. We need the left to like us some more. We need the left to adore us some more. And I'm just sitting around. I'm like, where did you get that sign from? Guys. It is literally sickening. And I refuse to be a part of a political party in which I am surrounded by cowards. I refuse. It is literally sickening. Donald Trump, over the course of the past four years, has shown us the merits of a president that fights, of politicians that fight, of politicians that look at what the elite, the mainstream media want us to do, want us to say, and say, I don't care about you. I serve one person. I serve one group of people. And that group of people are the American people, everyday Americans. We've seen what that has done for this country. We've seen what a president who is unshackled unshackled by this idea that we need to cater to people that hate us, that people that hate us can do for this country. When you have a president who doesn't care about any of that, any of the pleasantries or any of the political correctness, but just simply cares about doing what he was elected to do, doing what he said he would do, reviving the economy, securing our border, lowest black unemployment rate, all these things. He said he would do it, and he did every single thing he said he would do, and he did it even without credit. He didn't care if he didn't get credit from Nancy Pelosi or or Mitt Romney or whoever it was. He didn't care. He cared about simply getting the job done, and that's what we need more of, not less of. And if Republicans think that the answer to what happened on Tuesday is to be more cowardly, to be a little bit more timid, 
to back down in the face of a fight, then they are wrong and they need to resign from office because we deserve a party with some backbone. We deserve a party with the gall to fight, with the courage to rise up and do a damn thing when the left tries to attack us and attack the entities upon which our country was built. This past Tuesday, they didn't win an election. They did everything they could to steal an election. I'm talking about in states like Pennsylvania. I'm talking about in states like Wisconsin. I'm talking about even in my home state of Georgia. The only way they know how to win is by cheating because they can't win based on their ideas. They can't win based on their merits because their ideas simply have none of those. They have no merits. They have no logic. They have no reason. They're just concoctions of their feelings and their emotions. And that is all there is. But we have truth on our side. So that's why I'm a little bit confused when people are saying that, well, maybe we need to be a little less conservative. Maybe we need to be a little less bold in speaking up about our beliefs and our ideals. Maybe we need to be a little bit more like them. Why? Why? I refuse to allow that to happen to my party. I refuse to allow that to happen to the conservative movement. I refuse to allow us to become a group of spineless schoolgirls who are scared of actually standing up for this country and what it was built upon. Because let me talk about the ramifications of what might happen if we just bend over and take it from the left because of what happened in the election. Let's just say we decide we're just going to let them steal the election. We're going to congratulate President-elect, quote-unquote, President-elect Joe Biden. Not only will they steal this election, but they'll steal 2024. They'll steal 2028. They'll steal 2032. And they'll do it again and again and again. Because we let them do it the first time. That is why we fight. That is why we stand up. That is why we actually grow a pair and say the things that need to be said. We are not the party of Mitt Romney. The future of this party is not Mitt Romney. It is far from it. This is President Trump's party. The courage embodies the truth that he always shook. This is his party. More on that after the break. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome back to CJ Pearson Uncensored. So earlier before the break, I talked a little bit about some forces in the party who are really, really confused about what this past election meant 
for the country, what it meant for what we needed to do as a party. Um, they seem to believe that the answer to our woes is that we need to be more liberal. Like, that's their solution. They're saying that, well, like, conservatism didn't really work out for us. So we need to be a more liberal Republican Party if we're going to win future elections. We need to be more politically correct. We need to be less offensive. We need to do all of these things. And all I read when I see these, like, self-righteous tweets from establishment Republicans and people who honestly have never really won an election, which is really interesting. You have all these people who give this advice who are like, this is how you win an election, but they've never actually won an election themselves, right? Like you have like former Jeb Bush advisors saying like, this is how the Republican party needs to do to win. And it's like, Jeb Bush had everything going for him in the 2016 Republican primary. He had the last name, he had the fundraising uh, power, but he still lost and he lost pretty damn badly. And so it's like, when I have the people that oversaw that loss telling me that this is how we win, I'm just like, I'm going to pass on that advice because like, I need you to win first before you tell me how to win. I need you to actually go out and win an election before you're sitting here telling me that because we lost this election because we didn't do what you said. Because Jeb Bush did what you said. And last time I checked, nobody's out here calling Jeb Bush President Jeb Bush. Nobody. The reason we're at this weird limbo we're in right now is not because that Donald Trump was this terrible candidate or whatever. He actually outperformed expectations. If you look at the polls, you look at all of that, the polls said that Donald Trump was going to lose in a landslide. They said that he was going to be devastated in state after state, in Wisconsin and Ohio and uh, states like Florida, all of that. They had him all projected to lose in every single one of those states, every single one by like nine points, nine points. But in every single one of those states, and like Florida, he just outright won it. He didn't lose it. The, the, the poll said that he would. The media said that he would. The media said that he was going to get absolutely just steamrolled in Florida. But he won. He won. Just like he did in 2016. And then you look at the polls. You, they said that he was going to lose Ohio. He won again. And you look at the polls. He said he was going to lose all these states like Pennsylvania, but Wisconsin, by these huge margins. But what is it coming down to? Dead people. Dead people voting <laughs> or these weird mail-in ballots. It's literally the only reason that Joe Biden is ahead in any of these states. And that could very well change with what the Supreme Court decides in, in the upcoming uh, days. People didn't reject Donald Trump's ideas. He received a record number of votes. He received a record number of votes by being the same guy that he was when he ran in 2016. Unapologetically himself. Truthful. Honest. Populist. He didn't run for office giving a damn about what the media had to say about him. He didn't care what the left had to say about him. They could hate him all day, every day. But as long as he went to sleep knowing that he did well by the American people, he was good. He was Gucci. He did not care. That is what we need from the Republican Party. Guys, I, I don't know if I'm the only one. And I really pray to God that I'm not. But the last thing I worry about when I go to sleep at night is what... Jake Tapper thinks about me or what Jim Acosta thinks about me or what the New York liberals think about me. I don't care about what they think about me because I know what Main Street America thinks about me. I know what people who actually go through some things think about me. I know what people who actually go to work every single day, pay taxes every single year, think about me. And honestly, those people are pretty supportive of me because they understand that I'm not going to willingly live in a world without putting up a fight that punishes people through egregious rates of taxation for being successful. Guys, why are we okay with that? 
Why are we saying like, okay, whatever. Well, we'll let Joe Biden do it. No, 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 no. Do we actually care more about doing what's right for the American people? Or do we care about literally what these New York elites, what these liberal elites, what Hollywood, what New York media and all those people think about us? Or do we actually care about doing what the American people want us to do? And it's my conviction the American people want strong border security. They want low taxation. No one wants to be punished for being successful in this country. They want a country where they can hold their guns. They want to buy their guns. They want to protect their families. They want to protect their homes. That's the America they want to live in. There's nothing wrong with that. And they want an America where truth is still a thing. Like where you can be honest about issues. You can speak about them truthfully. You can call the Black Lives Matter movement what it really is, a movement not actually even about black people, but simply an excuse to divide us. Notice that now after the election that no one's really talking about the Black Lives Matter movement anymore. Like no one really cares. Like no one seems to feel the need to say that Black Lives Matter anymore or post those black boxes or put Black Lives Matter in their Instagram bias because they don't actually matter to Democrats. And if you did, I'm sorry if you thought that. Like they don't. They are simply a means to an end every single election cycle. You'll see this in 2024 to simply remind black people, hey, you're black and we own you. Speaking about the Democrats here, Democrats say, hey, black people, we own you. Remember, Republicans are all racist. They're all bigots. They're all white supremacists. Don't vote for them. And then after the election, they're like, oh, black people, we don't care about you anymore. We got what we need from you. We just need your votes. So we're not going to actually do anything for you. We're not going to actually do any policies that actually make your life any better or make you any richer or get you out of poverty or anything like that. But, you know, thank you for your votes. It really helped us out a lot. There's so many people that are just so blind to that. They're so blind to the manipulation tactics of the left. They're so blind to the fact that the Democrat party is just a party of users and abusers. They use and abuse women. They use and abuse black people. They use and abuse gay people and every other minority group because they try to make themselves out to be the saviors of all of these people when in all actuality, they've never done a damn thing for any of those groups. They do a little, they do a crazy job, a really good job at pretending. They do a really good job at faking it. But when you actually dig deep and you ask yourself, like, what has this party done for me? You come up short every single time. And that's why I'm not apologizing for what I believe, because I think we're going to find ourselves in a time very soon where a lot of these groups are going to wake up and say, like, I'm tired of being used by the Democrats. I'm tired of being used by these people. I'm tired of being used as a pawn in their political chess game to simply win elections. What have they ever done for me? A lot more people are going to start asking those questions. And I think those questions, once they get answered, are going to lead to a lot more support for our party. I think that we actually even saw that in this past election. You know, Donald Trump actually did better among black men, black voters altogether uh, than he did in 2016. This man was called a racist every single day for four plus years. And he did better with the black vote than he did in, in 2016. He did better with women. He did better with all of these groups of people. The way they treated this president over the course of these four years has been absolutely inexcusable. Like it, it's disgusting almost because these are the people that like to promote themselves as the arbiters of truth. The people that are the fairest among us, right? But they were just despicable to this president. But still he defied and he did what no one said he could do. What none of them said he could do. He did it. So if your answer as a Republican is that we need to back away from this president because the election, did it turn out the way that we hoped it would? Well, 
My answer to them is get out of the party. I hate cowards. We have more than enough of them. We don't need any more of them. More on this after the break. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Guys, I just want to break down the results of the election uh, for some of you who just may have not really seen how the demographic groups broke down. Black men in 2020, 18% of them voted for Donald Trump in 2020, compared to 13% in 2016. In 2012, for Mitt Romney, 11% of black men voted for Mitt Romney, and just 5% voted for McCain in 2008. Let's go to black women. 8% voted for Donald Trump in 2020, compared to just 4% in 2016. How many voted for Mitt Romney? Just 3%. And how many voted for McCain? 2%. Latino men, how many voted for Trump? 36% compared to 32% in 2016. He actually increased that number. How many voted for Mitt Romney? 33%. And the same for McCain in 2008. Latino women, 28% voted for Trump, compared to 25% in 2016. How many voted for Romney? 23%. For McCain, 30%. You go to the LGBT community. How many voted for him in 2020? 28%. How many voted for him in 2016? 14%. He more than doubled his support in the LGBT community. How many voted for Romney in 2012? 22%. Guys, this trend seen across every single minority group, every single demographic, looking at Jewish people, 30.5% voted for him in 2020, 24% did in 2016. He increased there. Muslims, 17% voted for Trump in 2020, just 13% did in 2016. White women, 55% voted for Trump in 2020, 52% did in 2016. He increased there. White men, 58% voted for Trump in 2020. The only place he actually decreased was white men. 62% voted for him in 2016. If you're a Republican consultant, you're some establishment Republican somewhere, wherever you are, I really don't care. Probably in Washington, D.C., drinking a mimosa at 11 a.m. Don't remember the people who elected you. You don't remember the people who sent you there because all you care about is lining your own pockets, you know, just continuing to feed the swamp. And that's why you hate Donald Trump. You don't hate Donald Trump because he's too brat or too crass or too honest. You hate him because he is an existential threat to everything you are. He wins again. You lose your job. You lose your job. You go home and you have to actually learn how to do real things. You have to actually learn how to accomplish real things. You can't just be some random bureaucrat who's never accomplished anything anymore. You actually have to rise to the occasion. You actually have to learn how to make things happen. That scares you. That worries you. And so the way you rationalize your existence, the way you make up for it and try to justify it is by saying that Donald Trump was actually the problem. You aren't. You, the D.C. establishment uh, flack or whatever you call yourself are, you're not the problem, but Donald Trump is apparently in your eyes. But no, that's not the problem, because if you look at the results of this election, you see that Donald Trump actually ran up the vote across demographics in a way that Mitt Romney didn't, that McCain didn't. But you're saying that your answer to how we win in 2024 and how we win in future elections is to be more like them? Be more like them, even though President Trump 
did better than them across all demographics except white men in just one year than they did. As I said, and I've said countless times throughout this episode, the American people are tired of political cowards. They're tired of politicians who don't know how to take a stand. They're tired of politicians who cater to people that hate us. They're tired of politicians, of conservatives who are only that in name only. They're eager for a party that fights, a party with some backbone. The American people deserve that. The American people deserve a political party with some backbone in this country. Guys, because here's the deal. If you don't have backbone now to a Republican president, I don't want to be in the trenches with you when we have a Democrat president. I don't want to fight alongside you as we're going against Joe Biden as he seeks to impose this crazy tax plan that he has as he caters and and caves to the demands of folks like AOC through policies like the Green New Deal, open borders, and so much more. I don't want to be in the trenches with you. I don't want to be in trenches with someone who's going to, when the bullets start flying, when things start going crazy, he's going to tuck their tail between their legs and run away. I don't want to be by you. No. But I want to be by people like Matt Gates. I want to be by people like Madison Cawthorn. People like Candace Owens, people who understand that we're in a time of choosing in this country. Well, we're going to have to decide what type of nation we wish to be. We'll be a nation of opportunity, of limited government, of border security, or we'll be a nation of lawlessness, a nation of open borders, a nation where laws just simply are suggestion and nothing more than that. It's my belief that the American people want nothing to do with that. And... For a long time, that was the belief of every conservative. Until they decided that, well, some of them just decided that it'd be easier to just be cowards. I haven't made that choice. And I won't make that choice. And it's my belief that our party won't either. When it comes to where we go from here, what is next for the Republican Party? What lies ahead? The answer or where I think we should go at least, it's time for a return to boldness. It's not time to disavow the president or run away from him. It's time to be a hell of a lot more like him. It's time to be unafraid and unapologetic. It's time to be bold in our truth. It's time for us to actually learn how to pick up and fight. That is what the American people deserve. That is what we owe to ourselves. We can't let Joe Biden win. We can't let Kamala Harris win. It is time for us to find our guts and leave it all out on the field. Go all in for this country and everything it stands for and remind ourselves why we fight. That is where we go from here. Not towards moderation, not towards this pseudo-conservatism, not towards this catering to liberals and Democrats and whatever that is, but it's not conviction. Return to backbone, return to strength. That is where we go from here. Hey guys, CJ Pearson here. Join us right here on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts for the same hard-hitting truth because we'll never stop fighting for you. Right here on CJ Pearson Uncensored. CJ Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. 
Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.